Hi, and welcome to FEMA's Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Asiet, and this podcast aims to support, educate, and empower women to achieve career success and financial freedom. In each episode, FEMA's Finance talks with successful women leaders, founders, and investors to inspire you in your journey to financial freedom. Check out the show notes, links, and resources on our page, FEMISFINANCE.LIFE. Hi, and welcome to another episode of FEMIS Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Asir Altaeva, and today I'm honored and excited to talk with Sahibi Mihmanavaz. Sahibi holds master's degree in blockchain technology from University of Barcelona, as well as Ziggurat Innovation and Technology Business School. For the past 21 years, she has worked as an engineer, business developer, product manager, and director, deputy manager. Sahibi co-founded two startup companies, as well as held executive roles within international factories, including the several oil and energy organizations across South Korea, United Arab Emirates, Taiwan, and Turkey. In 2017, Sahibi found her passion working in the exciting DLT and blockchain environment. She is a DLT talent and now mentor of DLT talents, NFT talents, as well as DeFi talent mentorship programs offered by Frankfurt School of Blockchain Center. She is an advisor in blockchain technology, member board of directors at Global Blockchain Women Alliance, advisory board member at Tokyo Blockchain Academy, as well as founder and CEO of DLT Valley Educational Platform. I'm very happy because she is here today with us in order to inspire you in your journey to financial freedom and career success. Today, we'll talk about all the secrets of blockchain technology. Everyone, please let's welcome Sahibi. Hello, everybody. Hello, Asal. Thank you very much for inviting me to be part of your podcast. I'm so excited to start this journey with you guys. Awesome. We're just as excited as you. The first thing that I really like to do in my podcast is to let people introduce themselves. So can you please take time to introduce your background and tell us about your career journey and how you ended up in the blockchain industry? Uh, my name is Sahibe Mehmanawaz. I hold Bachelor of Science Chemical Engineering and Master of Blockchain Technologies. My technical expertise basically gained while operating in global organizations has provided me with a deeper understanding of the multifaceted problems companies encounter while they are embarking on their digital transformation journeys. As Asal mentioned, in 2017, basically, let's say end of 2016, my younger brother encouraged me to have some investigation, Bitcoin and the technology behind that. So as a person who has always been passionate, learning new knowledge and technology, change and creativity, innovation, entrepreneurship, technical and business solutions, I started investigating more about this new technology and the way industries and businesses. Having acquired the latest trends in the business environment and enhanced my network with very, very interesting and like-minded people. Basically, I continued my journey of learning driven by curiosity for blockchain and let's say 
distributed ledger technologies, asset management, cryptocurrency in 2017. And, you know, uh, I love education. So to capitalize on this, I pursued a master's degree in blockchain technology to further deep dive and satisfy my curiosity. And my main goal was help people and industry to get through this technology. Yes. Wow. That's awesome. We are so honored to have you as guests today in our podcast. And I believe your insights will be so valuable to our listeners and also inspires them to work and learn more about the blockchain technologies. Just such a gift to be able to talk to you today. So, you. Uh, yes, Sahibi, you know, being a leader is really hard. And obviously, you face a series of challenges. And I would like to ask you, what kind of challenges do you face in your journey? And what did you do and how did you overcome all those challenges? Of course, women can face difficulties when balancing their career and private life. You know, obstacles and problems women often come across are underestimation, let's say, gender bias in workplace, unequal growth opportunities compared to men unequal pay to the same skills and gaps are particularly acute in the Middle East and North Africa but also persist in high income like OECD developed countries. Regarding myself of course I have had not only some but also many difficulties that basically needed to be dealt with but I have never given up. I believe the push to strive for excellence especially for girls, is something that often happens in the early years, whatever at home or at the school, you know, where a mentor or teacher takes an interest. But, you know, I was, I can say, I was fortunate enough to get that push. I come from an artist family and, you know, they always encouraged me. They advised me that not only I have to be perfect <laughs> but also i have to be brave you know believe on myself have a roadmap work hard rely on god and yeah that was some advices i always received from my family unfortunately i have to say most girls are taught to avoid risk and failure you know life changes can spawn new creativity innovation and growth so I have always tried to find creative solutions and given myself daily boosts of confidence. And above all, helping others, it makes me feel good about myself and gives me a strength. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing your background and telling us how exactly you got into the blockchain industry. And you know what? Your story, your confidence, your ability to find great opportunities reminds me of the quote, a fortune favors the brave and it's truly inspiring and you know that is exactly how you've done you know by diving deep into the blockchain industry and making a name for yourself and i believe that your story will inspire many of our listeners to be brave to be confident and to keep doing what they want to do even if they face series of challenges and obstacles on the way exactly we need to basically raise our gear not only to be perfect but also to be brave 
we have to socialize our women to be comfortable with imperfection. You know, we need to teach them to be brave in schools and early in their careers when it has the most potential to impact their lives and let's say lives of others and show them that they will be loved and accepted, not only being perfect, but for being courageous, you know. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Let's talk about the blockchain industry. You know, some people might not have a clear understanding of what is it and how it works and what are the trends in this industry. So can you please briefly introduce what is blockchain? Blockchain is a distributed and immutable ledger with a decentralized database architecture that is held across peer-to-peer network and allows transactions to take place in a decentralized manner. It brings trust and transparency and is covering numerous fields, including financial services. Blockchain plays a key role among emerging technologies and is going to be a very critical technology for future development of the world. As a truly decentralized blockchain is allowing a network of computers, let's say, to provide trustless validation for originality. And this change means the world now has access to an internet of value instead of just an internet of copied of information. So with blockchain technology, information can now be exchanged as a single source instead of sending copies to each computer like in current internet environment has been growing fast you know blockchain is disrupting nearly every industry and business model and it's because this technology has the ability to automate to secure and operate efficient and transparent process especially you know when blockchain integrates with other exponential technologies like artificial intelligence, internet of things. So one of the things that is very interesting for me, the most impressive environmental issue today that we have are facing and we have is waste of natural resources and blockchain has the potential to be transformative technology to help us achieve real social and environmental and I hope that participants and the people who they want to get involved in blockchain technology will see they can play key role in this space also. And if we notice the benefits in financial industry also are the most dramatic, reducing costs, time and intermediation and increasing transparency, efficiency and makes financial inclusion let's say i think i need to add uh, blockchain can bring other emerging technology to our next level of security trust and scalability and with its infrastructure and smart contract it can just bring all of these facilities for us it's already creating a buzz around the world and a lot of people want to get involved to this space Yes, it's a great point. So you mentioned that there are certain differences between decentralized finance, centralized finance, and traditional finance. Can you please elaborate more on those differences? Trade finance or trade fi is 
like a traditional finance, let's say TradFi, is about economic models rather than economic freedom. It basically refers to the entire financial system based on the non-blockchain system that most people use. Centralized finance or CFI apps and services are the bridge between traditional finance and decentralized finance. Decentralized finance applications cannot accept bank transfers or use debit cards and traditional finance cannot accept cryptocurrencies as payment yet. So uh, if we want to, if I want to explain about the difference and if we want to compare decentralized finance with centralized finance, we have some categories like a censorship resistance. You know, in decentralized finance participants, valid transactions can't be censored by anyone. But in centralized finance, transaction can be censored by gatekeepers. Another item is private key passion. You know, in decentralized finance, it's non-custodial, but centralized finance is custodial. If we want to review about immutability, think about the immutability, DeFi, decentralized finance, verified transactions are immutable. 100% immutable, but in centralized finance, transactions can be reversed or can be canceled. And we see when we have some transactions in centralized finance by bank, having some intermediaries in this between. Regarding governance execution, decentralized finance is by community voting, regulated by community and code, basically. But centralized finance is by platform management decision and regulated by law. And another, another thing that is interesting is transparency. Decentralized finance transactions are transparent. Everything is transparent. But in centralized finance, transactions are not visible. And typically, they are hidden. And the last but not least, if we think about the reach, uh, DeFi can reach to decentralized finance globally is accessible, but centralized finance typically restricted to country or economic zone. So for wrap up the DeFi and CFI and TradeFi, I can say the promise of centralized finance is fund security and fair trade. You know, DeFi, on the other hand, by eliminating middleman and intrusion, basically, offers the promises of access to sophisticated financial products and opportunities in blockchain space and democratic, in democratic ways. And this is very interesting as, as an innovation born out of problems with traditional finance. Can, I can say decentralized finance is more than just a buzzword. Mm -hmm. Thanks for explaining the difference between the CFI, DeFi, and TradeFi. Oh, you know, can you delve deeper and explain to our listeners how to stay up to date with all the latest developments of the blockchain technology and all the trends that are happening right now? Yeah, basically, always, even though for having just far from financial scams, I can say, first of all, educate yourself, you know. Ultimately, the best way to avoid 
becoming a victim of financial fraud or being in new technologies is education. You know, try to educate yourself and try to study on some startups, new startups in Web3, blockchain, DeFi, and try to have some courses on that. We have, if even some people cannot afford because these courses are not cheap, they can try to have some free courses or MOC courses in some universities and so on. So, and also another, another thing is try to be a little bit risky. You know, I am a person who always been risky. I try to at least test one or two decentralized finance projects, you know, with even very, very small money. I wanted to understand what is going on there. So the first is educate yourself. And the second is trying to study more on new projects, new startups. You can get lots of ideas how people are working and improving. And another thing is try to be in a communities, Web3 blockchain communities, even as a volunteering, you know, even myself started by volunteering activity because this volunteering is making you, you know, making you to have lots of experience, expanding your network and so on. And even though you can learn lots of things. Can you discuss any specific trainings or educational resources that particularly helps you to learn more about this space? I can advise, I can highly recommend to, to the people who are passionate about blockchain, web tree and new technologies. First of all, they can use some YouTube, some university courses like University of Nicosia and also for outstanding CVs in Frankfurt School, we are accepting some outstanding CVs and like-minded learners and people for EFI talent, DLT talent, and NFT talent, and Bitcoin talent are 100% free of charge. But, you know, it depends on the CVs. You know, it's very competitive program. Yeah, thanks for recommendation. And I was also taking some of the courses available at Frankfurt School, Blockchain Center, and also University of Nicosia. And these courses are really good and really helps us to understand more about the blockchain technology without paying. How do you think, what are the future skills requirements in the blockchain industry for the next five years? You know, there is a very famous Jeff Bezos course that tells like, never chase the hot thing. You need to position yourself and wait for the wave. How can we prepare ourselves? What kind of skills do you recommend us to learn right now in order to not miss a huge wave coming up in the next five years? In general, success really depends on the action you take. You know, I highly recommend to set a clear target, first of all. And, uh, you know, one of the most important ingredients in success is self-motivation. When you set a clear target, anything is doable. And the first step in doing that is deciding that you want to succeed. Once that decision has been made, you can develop a roadmap for that success. And the second is keep learning, as I mentioned earlier. Stay relevant and stay at the top of your profession is key to success. Build and promote your personal brand. Demonstrate your expertise through content creation. This can be an 
effective way to simultaneously promote your personal brand and add to your tangible contribution. Try to be part of ecosystem. You know, in many organizations, it's not skills and efficiency that determine your value, but your ability to build relationships is very important. Other, another thing is build a supportive environment, build an ecosystem that you can turn to for support. The last is, but not least, is practice your leadership. You know, finally, I, I can advise that prioritize work that gives you an opportunity to develop your core leadership skills. Regarding the blockchain, Web3, it's not only having the programming skills or so on. However, I highly recommend to understand how this technology works. At least he or she needs to understand how a smart contract works and what contents are in a smart contract. But there are so many other different skills, like, uh, as I mentioned, like uh, content creation, like community management, lots of lots of skills. And the, the most successful act action is try to be active and try to be the best in your expertise and try to expand your expertise in new technology. Wow, that was really detailed and comprehensive answer. Next question is going to be related to gender diversity. You know, I personally love checking out different job openings, and I've noticed that a lot of blockchain-based companies tend to be male-dominated that only hire software engineers or blockchain developers. And when I see their team behind the particular product, I I don't usually apply because I see, you know, 14 or 15 software engineers looking for another software engineer for their team. I don't think that is a great approach to be successful. And I don't think these companies will not survive in the long run. But do you know any ideas on how can we make it more diverse for women? Or how can I encourage more women to apply for available job positions that are mostly considered as male-dominated? You know, unfortunately, one of the one of the issues that how women and girls have are they always fear, you know, unfortunately, they always fear to be faced with new technologies, new skills. And, you know, if we want to just review gender inequity in STM, according to DLT talent record, 18% of degrees in computer and information science are held by women. 18% only. 15% of women hold prestigious roles in STEM. And 47% of women report feeling held back in their career because of gender inequality, you know? So what, what we should do now to close the gender gap? We need more female networks, you know? We need females to have more networking. We need to have executive education, representation of female role models. So how female can have networking, they can connect each other via social media, go to meetups, hackathons, events. And regarding executive ed education, they can facilitate online resources, 
take part in education programs. The, another thing is representation of female role models. We can have some more female role models and interview with them. And as I mentioned earlier, early childhood education also is very, very You've mentioned that you are developing an amazing project called DLT Valley. So can you please expand more and tell us what is this project is about and what kind of courses we can see on this platform and how can we access it? Yeah, thank you very much, Asel. In DLT Valley, basically our purpose is to empower ambitious people and help projects and businesses to get involved with Web3 blockchain-based technologies and to build the business, the basis for a successful career and business paths in this amazing and emerging technology. Briefly, uh, I can explain, we work in a range of capacities across all things Web3, from digital worlds to DeFi, DAOs, NFTs, Metaverse, and beyond. We get the guide on improving business process, obtain executive support, and begin driving true value. Here, we will have an initial step in DLT Valley. We have two focus. We, we will focus on two activities. First is DLT education. DLT Valley Academy is an initiative by inclusion. And uh, together with Tokyo Blockchain Academy, we are offering successful programs and courses and provide skills and training in blockchain technology. And another activity of us is uh, information technology consultancy services. Our learners and our client will achieve by DLT Valley. They can close their achievement gap, you know. They can understand new technologies that will be an essential component of their future work. They can understand the power of possibilities with Web3 and new technologies. They can build their brand or business. They can learn and advance their career with our courses. And they can be in new job opportunities. I have a very last question regarding your recommendation to young investors and young women. If you have any books on your mind or resources, on uh, your minds that you want to share with our listeners, we'll be very glad to get it from you. You know, entrepreneurship is a career path for many people, upon graduation from high school, university, or later in their career. Launching a new venture, you know, raises unique challenges, given that a sustainable business model has yet to be determined and financial resources, you know, are limited. The fact is entrepreneurship is not a short journey like uh, 50 days, 100 days or so, so on. It's a mindset and you constantly has to work on it to learn and improve on your learnings. You may start exploring startups related to your field, reading books, podcasts, or just being plain observant to people's problem taking note of them and trying to solve them with innovative ideas. I have always been passionate about education and was keen to create something in the educational field. So yeah, I started I started early in 2020, in end of let's say 2021 and very early in 2022, thinking about how I would use my new knowledge as an exponential technology 
and power to undertake in depth solving some issues of our society and people, which was about understanding the technologies, you know, and learning more about them. Many people have problems for understanding. So since I believe that education never ends, the benefits of education are many, you know, not only will you personally benefit receiving education, what is comes to income, career advancement, skill development, and employment opportunities, but your society and community receive benefits from education as well. Society with higher rates of degree, you know, completion and levels of education, they tend to be healthier and have higher rates of economic stability, lower crime, greater equality, so equality. So I started thinking about that and about the name of this initiation and designed my logo myself. So yeah, in DLT Valley that I have recently founded, our purpose is to empower amb ambitious people and have projects and businesses to get involved with Web3 blockchain-based technologies and to build the basis for a successful career and business paths in the amazing in this amazing and emerging technology. Yeah, I think just, I thought about uh, success, but the quote that I can just have at the end of our podcast, yeah, again, I highly recommend that we need to raise our gear, not only to be perfect, but also be brave. We have to socialize our women to be comfortable with perfection. We need to teach them to be brave in the schools and even in their early in their careers. Our girls, they, 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 they have to understand that they will be loved and accepted for not only being perfect, but for being courageous. So try to uh, think about the problems of society environment in any industries that you are expert and try to think about the solution you can make you you definitely will be will be a good founder good entrepreneur but as i mentioned you need to study you need to have networking you need to discuss with many many successful people you need to contribute in lots of projects and even though by volunteering uh, because you are increasing and you are you are having more knowledge by that and try to yeah try to build your brand and your new initiative thank you so much for sharing your valuable insights and knowledge in the blockchain industry it was such a pleasure to having you on our famous finance podcast show and to our listeners thank you for listening to us and we hope you find our conversation very interesting and so provoking. We'll be back next week with another exciting episode. Until then, as Sahibi said, stay curious, stay informed, and stay brave. Thank you. Thank you very much, Asal. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to FMS Finance Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and write a review on your favorite podcast player. To view the show notes, links, and resources, mentioned in today's show, head to famousfinance.life.